Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Where You Not Entertained. I'm Daniel. I'm Rachel. And I'm James. And we are going to be covering a very long title. Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. I love it. Which is another Netflix original. Yeah. Um, yeah Only comedies can get away with the title that long, in my opinion. I feel, yeah. This is, I feel like they just had to do that just because it's yeah. supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, the fact that it's ridiculously long name matches a lot of the ridiculous nature of this film. Right. Or movie. I don't, I hesitate. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It's it's a movie. (laughs) Um, I mean, I had fun with it. I think that it is not a perfect movie and it has some places where I felt like it fell short, but um, overall I had a good time. I thought it was funny and, you know, mildly touching at times. Yeah. I <clears throat> I didn't hate it. Yeah, I'll say that uh, I didn't. I didn't really love it. If the question were, was I entertained? I think it had enough points in it that I would say, yeah, it was entertaining. Um, I did not regret my two hours. <clears throat> no, but it. I don't. Knowing that it's supposed to be, and I and I say this. Cause, and I'll explain it later. Knowing that it's supposed to be a comedy, um, I guess maybe I had certain expectations going into it, but uh, I probably would not spend that two hours again. I think that's fair. And I, I'm not sure about you guys, so I'll ask this. Have either of you seen Eurovision, the actual uh- contest before? Not like an actual Eurovision contest. Now, for this episode, I went back and like watched the Eurovision song winners of the last twenty years and things like that. And like the people that they had in the movie. Yeah, like in the big montage scene that they had at the party. Yeah, there are a ton of those where people were actually like contest winners or previous uh, contestants. Yes, I was so excited to see that because I I have seen Eurovision. Yeah, And so for me watching this, I was surprised at how genuinely Eurovision this is. I think it's a different perspective because I, I got the impression that some of this felt more over the top, maybe. Yeah. For people that aren't familiar with Eurovision, maybe it's a moment of like, oh my goodness, why are they doing <laughs> these costumes and all this auto tune? And I... That's Eurovision. That's yeah. what it looks like. And when they were doing 
some of the Scandinavian countries and that's super accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. That was one thing that kind of surprised me is based off the commercial or the trailer for it. I assumed that it was going to be taking more, uh, making more fun of Eurovision than it actually was. It seemed like it was kind of lighthearted and positive towards Eurovision. Like it wasn't trying to just take a dump on it the whole time. Whereas something like Talladega Nights, I see as a pretty blistering critique of (laughs) (laughs) of nascar racing yes yes um where this was it was silly but it was sweet right yeah and i i really liked their big montage song um i did you know kind of start singing share Along with it for a second. <laughs> I did not. Which earned me a, why no. do you know this song? Like, Because it's Cher. I didn't even I, recognize I, the song until they I got I didn't recognize it. it. Yeah, I didn't recognize it at first until the, the chorus came on. And then I was like, oh, okay, I know this song. Which Aha. Yeah. <laughs> and I was excited to see Conchita in there. And I, I was really waiting for Verka. Because that's one of my favorite Eurovision winners, so a little sad not to not to see them there. But. Totally, <laughs> I was super disappointed by that person that I have no idea who they are. Well, yeah. they performed in Spy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, um, yeah. Go ahead. One thing I did want to go ahead and say is some of the some of the critiques I had for it was it did feel anticlimactic in some ways. There were quite a f- I felt like there were a few different subplots that just kind of got washed over, uh, particularly the uh, what was his name? Dan Stevens's character, the Russian Alexander Lemtov. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like he was set up to be this big antagonist. And as soon as you you know, your main characters, Wolf Errol and Rachel McAdams, um, I'm not Lars and Sigrid. Sure. Um, as soon as, you know, they work things out, it was just like, Oh, okay, well I'm happy to see them happy. And I mean, while I, Alexander's character wasn't set up to be a monster by any form or fashion he was definitely the antagonist and it just seemed kind of like oh i guess they just ran out of time almost and then similar situation yeah. with uh Brosnan's character um eric uh lars's father it it seemed there was that ambiguous moment where they crashed on stage and he had not wanted to watch it because they he was afraid of them embarrassing everyone um when that happened, there was a genuine look of sadness and you couldn't quite tell whether that was because I was right and they embarrassed us or I hate to see my son who I, who I do actually love make a fool of himself for him, not because of what it does to me kind of thing. And so I I wasn't sure where that was going. And then it seemed like a complete 180 whenever they were on the fishing boat, the next time that I saw him and I just, it seemed like there were some things that were set up that were just kind of glossed over in conclusion. Yeah. But other than that, that was, those were my only complaints. I think to me, I, my, my biggest complaint about the entire thing is that it's supposed to be a comedy and they have a comedy in 
the silliness and in the situations. But it seems like the underbelly of this entire movie is a serious movie. Like it's not even like some of the, some of the things that were said about the, uh, the relationship between Lars and his father, you know, at the very beginning, you definitely get the, you definitely get the feeling that this is a comedy, right? Yeah. Like he said, he was totally disappointed in him and, you know, uh, he said he's not drunk. And yeah. so oh, he all was probably things. drunk. Oh no. He said, I'm perfectly sober. This is actually the way I feel. Yeah, exactly. So you have that and you're like, okay, so, you know, something that, that fits with a, a Will Ferrell comedy. But then once you kind of get past that point, that's all gone. Like it literally turns into a serious movie. And as far as their relationship goes, until you get to the very end and they're like, he's getting married. Yeah. Kissing his, uh, his mother-in-law, which is also (laughs) his stepmother, I guess. Um, Complicates things now. Yeah. So there was a lot of, there were a lot of things like that, that were like, by the time you actually, in my opinion, by the time you actually kind of get to the end of it, it is no longer a comedy until the very end, like the very last scene. It is it is a serious movie about two people that are trying to accomplish a goal and realize that there is more to it than what they originally set out to do. And that just it kind of just broke the whole movie for me. Like, that's not funny. The elves or whatever, they came out and killed the guy. Funny. Cool. That was that was uh, this had one of my favorite lines of all time. I died nearly in this movie watching it when the boat blows up and McAdams says, the elves went too far. I just lost it. That was, I am stealing that line that is going into my lexicon. Now, anytime something surprising happens, I am going to, I I hope that I can remember to say that. I, I thought it had some very, I thought it had some funny moments. Yeah. Like, like I'm going to leave your knife here in case you need it for, other murders. I almost feel like the characters were too old. Like if they were late teens, early twenties, the situations that they were in would seem more appropriate. And the relationship with the parents would seem more appropriate. And the dreaming big and not wanting to give up. You know, I don't it, think that that was supposed to be funny. I think that that was kind part of part of the humor. What is supposed to be. Yeah. A big part of the whole humor of this movie. I definitely think it was less of like a typical laugh out loud Will Ferrell comedy. And it was more of like this quirky, feel good kind of offbeat story. Yeah. So I I could see that. To me, it wasn't a serious movie. It's not a serious movie. It just had more serious aspects about it than I thought it should. Yeah. For being a Will Ferrell comedy. Well, and I think that's part of the, with how accurate it is to Eurovision and not just making fun of it. If they went in and just lampooned the whole thing, I think you could have gotten that typical Will Ferrell style comedy. Right. Right. More like Talladega Nights, like you were saying. But yeah, I think it kind of fit more like the Blades of Glory semi-pro. Yeah, they tried to keep a more sort of accurate portrayal of things as opposed to hamming it up the whole way which is 
I, I understand how weird that might sound looking at the visuals in this movie, but <laughs> the visuals are not too far from reality. Exactly. No, yeah, they exactly. do wear those costumes and. Uh, I love the hamster wheel. That was great. <laughs> just sucks that scarf in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. It was <laughs> extremely predictable, but sure, it was great. Yeah, it was predictable, and it. I thought it was again sort but predictable of predictable in a situation that's supposed to be funny, but that wasn't a funny situation. Like, yeah, he's it's not just there's there's that. just. Part of the parts of the story just diverged for me, and I couldn't, I couldn't get into it enough to find it humorous as a comedy, and it wasn't good enough to be a good movie for its serious aspects of it, and the morals and lessons that it's actually trying to teach you. Like, there's a lot of moralistic messages in this movie. Yeah, which is again okay. no i see where you're coming on it um i just didn't you know i i just didn't really feel that those were deal breakers for me maybe i went in expecting a little bit less yeah i can see that i mean it is a straight to netflix movie and i think it was going to be even outside of the pandemic yeah i just Not to say, oh, I expect more from Will Ferrell. I've just, Will Ferrell's been in some funny movies. Um, True. And he's been for in me some it was just weren't. <laughs> for me, it was uh, Rachel McAdams. She, while she can be funny and she's been in some comedies, she also plays a, a straight character most of the time. Game and isn't Night the one. Was a great example. Which one? Game Night. Yeah. I mean, Wedding Crashers. And yeah. so, but she plays more of the the straight character. She's not the one cracking jokes most of the time. And knowing that she was going to be the right hand, I knew Will Ferrell might have a little bit more to do with it, but she was going to have to be funnier than I have experienced her in most films. And so I was, I was a little hesitant to think that it was going to be an anchor man or Talladega Nights or something of that level of ridiculous comedy. So I came in a little bit, with a little less uh, expectations, I suppose. Sure. A little less funny expectations. Yeah. I, I thought Dan Stevens was one of the best parts of this whole movie. He was great. He was so funny. It was just, it was a good character. And I know he was supposed to be a little more problematic maybe than he was, but he still turned out to be this super supportive friend, which you weren't expecting. And yeah, yeah. I was expecting him to get like really sleazy and for them to like show him he, like he's really a bad guy. Like he's trying to cause turbulence to screw him up in the, but he's like, y'all aren't going to get any points anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just there as like a best friend figure, which. And also expect. like totally negging them the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I I did notice towards the end of it, Will Ferrell gave up on that accent. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. I don't know if that was intentional or what happened, but he, yeah, he just went all in on his American accent and left it alone for for a good portion. Yeah. And then his accent came back at the end, but. It makes you wonder, like, what sequence they shot the the different sequences in 
what order they shot the sequences in. Right, like if it took some time to really get into that accent or whatever. Yeah, maybe they had or, filmed a bunch of it and then he had to like leave for a few months or something and then came back and he was just like, I, I don't know where it is. Yeah, maybe <laughs> there was some reshoots or something of that nature. Yeah. Maybe. I also thought it was kind of unique that they really did put Icelandic people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was a local was actually a local. Aside from our main few characters, everybody was Icelandic. Yeah. Which I just yeah. didn't expect because normally you just get this weird amalgamation of whatever Scandinavian actors they can get because it just sounds so similar to everybody else. Yeah. But yeah. even the music. They I thought had it was Icelandic cool bands. Yeah. They did, yeah. The music the music was actually good. It was a little more musical than I had again expected it to be. And there were some things that were a little surprising to me, like the Demi Lovato uh pieces. Yeah. When she was in the beginning, I was like, Oh, that's a good cameo. And way to like set them up as they're definitely not gonna be the the winners of the contest locally. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to bring her back as a one-armed flaming ghost, like I, I found that quite humorous, especially the way that it ended with her. Yeah. That was very funny. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, you're not making <laughs> up. Not a very helpful ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Graham Norton was great. Graham Norton, yeah, as as Graham Norton does. Yeah, just no. doing his thing. Yeah, it was very Graham Norton being <laughs> Graham Norton. Being the host of Eurovision, I mean, that's what he does. So, Yeah. All right, well, was there anything else you guys wanted to cover before we jumped into favorite scenes? I don't think so. No. All right. Well, then, uh, how about we go ahead and start off with you today, Rachel? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, On the spot. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> I was thinking. And I was hoping, gosh, she'll want to be me. But I have to say, I think my favorite scene is probably when Will Ferrell is offering the biscuits to the elves. Oh, yeah. They, they come out and they kill that guy. But Victor. Because that's how Scandinavian culture is. Everybody. Especially Icelandic. Well, I mean, all of them. You know, yeah. as far as... You know, my family, we have an elf that lives in your attic to make your Christmas toys. And so it's it's just one of those things. All of them have these super weird little elf traditions. And so when he's offering food to their little house and then they come out and help him, it, it I thought it was very funny and a very obscure touch that I, I appreciated. Yeah, fair enough. So there's my biased Scandinavian favorite scene. That was that was going to be mine, but not for the same reason <laughs> at all. Um, but I'll pick a different one now. What is your favorite scene then? If that's not uh, it. it's actually when uh, the driving, the driving scene when Will Ferrell comes back. And they're and in the is, Mini Cooper. Yeah. And oh, the Mini that Cooper was absolutely exact same thing for me. Yeah, oh, that really? was my favorite thing too. <laughs> the Americans and the, the all the interactions with the Americans I thought were incredible at the fountain in the driving in the Mini Cooper and at the very end at the bar. Yeah, but the driving yeah. one was my favorite. Yeah, and absolutely. The girls are so scared. Will Ferrell's like, 
oh, it's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Or you're going to fly out at the next turn. <laughs> Yeah. There's no speed limits anywhere in Europe. Yeah. I love that too. Drive. He's just making fun of him the whole time. Yeah. That was yeah, all the all those interactions. Really I did really get a kick at the, the Starbucks part at the end. Yeah. Is he being helpful? Scene. Where is uh, the Starbucks? I think so. Where is the Starbucks? Everywhere. Just open your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Seattle. Right. Yeah, so that was that was mine and yours apparently. Yeah, but that was yeah. I got a lot of there was a lot of humor involved in that one for me. I thought it was that was funny. You get a little action too, right? Yeah, yeah. a little driving action. Driving down the wrong side of the road. Wow, stupid Americans, that was, right? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy that. All right. Well, was there anything else we wanted to hit on before we got out? I don't think so. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed Eurovision more than Daniel did. And more than that, hopefully you enjoyed our coverage of this as well. If you did, please go online, like, and subscribe. And join us next time on Were You Not Entertained? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.